Yep, I'm starting off the show asking for a favor. If you have not already, do your girl a huge favor and subscribe to Elbow Grease on Apple Podcasts. Also, I am available wherever podcasts are available as well. But before you do anything else, help us out and go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you want to interact with me outside of the podcast, you can follow me on social media. I am Tavisha across all platforms. And that is spelled T-A-V as in Victor, E-R-S as in Sam, H-A. That's Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, whatever else is out there, TikTok. There's a few more I'm missing, but it doesn't matter. It's still at Tavisha. Also, if you just want to follow the podcast, it is at Elbow Grease Pod. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Again, that's Elbow Grease Pod. And that is on Instagram and Twitter. And just in case you forgot, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can do that if you have an Android or an iPhone, I think. Try it out anyway. All right. Thanks for your memory. Welcome to Elbow Grease. I am your host, Tavisha. Here, we talk about everything fitness. That includes the mental, physical, and sometimes even spiritual. Nothing is off topic. Welcome to Elbow Grease, guys. I have an amazing guest here with me today. He is Ohio famous, nationally famous, soon to be world famous. If you want to see somebody on the mitts, this is the dude you need to see. Welcome to the Elbow Grease, Roshan Jones. How are you doing today, Ro? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for taking out the time. I know I woke you up from your nap, um, but I'll let you get back to it here in a, in, a, in a little bit. Before we get started, just kind of tell me a little bit about Soul City Boxing that we hear so much about these days. Soul City Boxing and Wrestling Gym is a nonprofit organization that helps inner city kids, helps anyone in the world. Uh, but mainly focus on inner city kids, people who don't have that much opportunity in their life, and uh, people that want to learn how to control their anger, tunnel their vision into a positive direction. So, y'all, let me tell you, Roshan is, like, incredible as far as a coach is concerned. Whenever I needed something, as you all know, I'm a boxer as well. Whenever I needed something, Ro was there to help me, whether it be food on a trip because my coach couldn't make it, whether it be uh, a uniform even down to shoes to put on, whatever I needed, Ro always had my back and was always in my corner. If my professional career as um, a general manager and as a trainer hadn't been going so well, 100,000% I would be in Ohio under his tutelage. Without a doubt in my mind, I would be Ro champion if I was under him. So, Ro, with that being said, what makes you this, this amazing guy? Because there's many other things that you could be doing. What makes you who you are? First of all, thank you for the great compliment. And, of course. Uh, I only speak truth. Well, I think what makes me a great coach like that is because me as a person, I'm competitive, and I want to be the best coach in the world, the best trainer in the world, and I'll do whatever I got to do to make those things happen. Of course, you got to take small steps to get where you're trying to go. So the level I'm at now, I'm just trying to conquer mm-hmm. everything that I now, so mm-hmm. later down, you ready. Awesome. Awesome. So – just kind of tell me a little bit about Roe in general and how you got into boxing and why you're so passionate about it 
And how are you able to get make all these champions? I mean, you got your little brother that's signed to a major deal. You got your little sister, um, O'Shea, who's out here knocking them down and taking no names, about to go to the Olympics. Um, you got uh, Charles Cromwell, who was in the Olympics in 2016, about to do big big things, undefeated professional fighter. I mean, what is the secret sauce, man? You got to let them know. Let the people know. We got Isaiah Steen, too, 13 and no to knock out. See, I, there's so many I couldn't even keep up. I don't even know the whole list. Right. Um, it's it's a family thing, tightly united family of fighters. That's come from Coach Chuck from Cleveland. And, you know, we're just a, a great family that, that, you know, strive for greatness. And, you know, if, if other people can do it, there's no reason why we can't do it. We have a great system, a great team, uh, along with my father, Otis Jones Jr., Charles Conwell Sr., Kenneth Ross, and uh, Akil. You know, they're all from, you know, all parts of the world, Cleveland, Detroit, Toledo. And, you know, we put everything together and it's a method to our madness. Okay. Okay. I I mean, I, I, I love it. Every time, like I said before, every time I've been there, it's been nothing. You guys have been nothing but hospitable. And I would send, if I had kids, I would send them to, to, to train. No doubt, 100% all the way. With that being said, I want to kind of get a little bit more into the personal aspect of things. Cause I really want the people to know who you are. What compelled you be- to become a boxing coach? Like really, like not because you want to help the kids, but for you, what internally drives you to be the best there is out there? What drives me to what I know drives me to be a boxing, a great boxing coach mm-hmm. is because, you know, first of all, you know, I'm going to touch bases on it again. It's a family thing. Um, we first started my, well, for one, I was a wrestling star you know, all through Ohio, um, two-time state placer, two-time All-American, yeah. um, three-time three city champ, three-time sectional champ, and, you know, you I broke let records. Know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I broke records of wrestling in my school, and, you know, I was the guy to go to mm-hmm. as far as, you know, breaking records. And I had an accident my senior year. I tried to do a role at the district championships mm-hmm. with, a, with a, a guy, another guy ranked in the state in my weight class. I tweaked the disc in my neck, mm-hmm. so I had to have immediate surgery, so I couldn't participate in the state championship. But I was ranked top three in the state of Ohio to take. You know, Ohio is one of the toughest states for wrestling in the nation. But anyway, um, I ended up staying back. I, I had a full ride scholarship to Cleveland State University. Mm-hmm. I ended up staying back, going to school in Toledo at the University of Toledo. Um, did a couple of years there and went to Owens Community College. And, and in the meantime, I was coaching my brother. Mm-hmm. My family came together and said, you know, we're going to put it all in your brother. We're going to, you know, make sure he make it, you know, safe and, mm-hmm. you know, healthy. And we went from there start competing all over the world with wrestling, mm-hmm. um, winning. Just based off our conditioning theory, our our, our, um, our weight management theory, our, 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 our diet. You know what I mean? And, and went all the way to the top with him. Coaching him got me great jobs at, at high schools and mm-hmm. at a high level. And I was starting to get paid for that. You know what I mean? Just based off me being a great coach to my brother and, and giving him the game, it, it, it opened up doors and took off. And the next thing you know, you know, we switched gears, you know, a little bit because in wrestling, it's not, that, it's not money into wrestling. Right, right. You get a college, you get a college education, education, and it helps you get a college, college education, but overall, after you graduate, you don't really have money for that in career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we shift the gears and go on full go into boxing mm-hmm. because boxing, you know, you, you can have, you can have, you can build a career. 
You know, we started competing at national tournaments, you know, with USA Boxing becoming ranked and well-known. And, For sure. And nine, eight years ago, we hooked up with uh, Charles Conwell Sr. in Cleveland, Ohio, mm-hmm. and competed forces. And that's how we ended up meeting Charles Conwell. You know, we're all, we're related, we're family, but that's what we ended up, you know, hooking up around nine years ago and, and taking off with Isaiah Steen, Charles Conwell, and Oath was the third. And then we started going to these tournaments and winning, winning, being mm-hmm. in great shape. Oh, I know all about that. Um, that, that that's, that's, that's what we specialize in is strength and conditioning. And, you know, we was in so much better shape than the other guys that were nationally ranked. We just took us to, to the top. And then we start making Olympians and then another Olympian. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I got you. I feel you. I feel you. Um, so for me, from the outside coming in, because um, let me just go back and tell you guys how I know these uh, amazing coaches and this amazing family. One of I was getting ready to fight at um, the Rankside World Championships. And last minute, my coach couldn't make it. And so Otha Otha Jones Jr., he had been around. He's if if you've ever been to a boxing tournament, you hear Otha Jr. around. He's loud. <laughs> um, you can't you can't miss him. So he just walked up to me. He was like, "You you need help? You got a coach?" And I'm like, "Who is this dude? This random dude just talking to me? Like I don't know who this is." Like, and then um, I remember because you know he's loud. I remember hearing about him or hearing him in previous tournaments like the Pals and national tournaments and stuff. And I knew. Um, through word of mouth that, you know, you guys had had good results before that. So I was like, sure, sure, because I, at the time I lived in Oxnard, California, and Ringside is always in, is it in Ohio or is it in Missouri? Uh, it's Missouri. Okay, it's, it's in Missouri. And so I flew all the way there by myself, had to get a hotel room by myself, drive from the airport to Independence, which is like an hour, rent a car, mm-hmm. all of that by myself, which a fighter should not have to do all of that by themselves. If they, they just should not have right. to. So he worked my corner, and I made it all the way to the finals. I didn't have the conditioning. So uh, in my opinion, that's why I lost the fight. It was a close fight. And that was the first time that I was actually learning and improving as I was going through the tournament versus just, all right, you did good, do the same thing next fight. It was actually strategy to help me to get to the next fight and to keep winning because I was fighting people that I didn't know nothing about, um, you know, knew that they had better records than me because at the time I was still new in boxing. I think I maybe had 15 fights, if that. Um, mm-hmm. And I have been fighting open fighters. Um, just to give you a side note about how open fights work, you have to have 10 fights before you can fight open. And um, with women at the time, there was not a lot of fighters. So from fight, from fight three on, I was fighting open fighters. So um, which you, in my opinion, you should not be doing unless you are ready. And um, with the coaching that I was getting, I wasn't, I wasn't there. But anywho... Um, that whole week, I was a part of that family. I was a part of you guys' family. Um, I ate with the kids. Um, if I didn't have my own hotel room, I would have been sleeping with y'all too. Um, but um, right. that that experience was, was it literally showed me what I wasn't getting, which I had already made the move from Atlanta to Ohio, I mean to um, California to train. But if I had known about you guys, instead of moving to California, I would have moved to Ohio. But um, this was way back in 2013. Yeah, 2013. Um, So side note, sorry about that. Getting back on track. I just want to know, how do you keep your fighters motivated? Um, And I'm asking you that because boxing practice and training is repetitive. You're doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And, you know, today with social media and the rapid things and rapid pace, you have information available. How are you able to get so many 
kids to stay focused and not only perform, but perform well and beat the brakes off of anybody they face. How? How, Sway? How? My secret to this, can't tell anybody this, even though it's going to go live. <laughs> <laughs> is you got to get down on your elbows and do it with them. Elbow grease. Yeah, that's the title of the podcast. <laughs> you better know it. Get have, The coach has to be able to motivate them and show them, like, look, if I can, if I can do this stuff with you, you can do it with mm-hmm. no problem. And then at the end, there's always a good reward at the end. You know what I mean? We're doing this because this is a gladiator sport that you get paid for. Yep. And the other guy is trying to hurt you. So if you want to half-ass, just know that this man can possibly injure you or fatally kill you. Yep. You know, you got to stay motivated yep. with that aspect on your brain. Yep. So, and that's going to be one of, um, that's one of my uh, podcasts as well coming up, just specifically talking about um, motivation. So speaking on um, motivation, I know when I am helping a client and I'm helping them lose weight or even getting them just to turn their hand over when they throw a jab instead of jarring their elbow every time they throw a jab. And I know that little bit of excitement that I get and a sense of accomplishment that I get just makes me feel proud. Like everything I'm doing is worth it. So in your experience, what what is that feeling for you, not only when you have somebody win their first match, but when they win or when they go to the Olympics or when they win their first pro fight or when they win, you know, their first national championship, what does that do for you as a man, as a person? Um, it, it makes me feel great. For example, um, we were at the 2016 box off, mm-hmm. and I thought once you made the uh, U.S. the United States team, you automatically qualify for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy. I'm like, oh, man, I, my first guy that I trained, you know, <laughs> for the tears or two, we're going to the Olympics. And I started, I was busting out crying because I was just so happy for him. Mm-hmm. They're like, champ, when it ain't over yet, we still got to qualify for the Olympics. You know, but things like that, moments like that is what what helps me, you know, and keep, what helps me and motivates me to keep going with these kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Other kids, you know, winning fights and, and becoming undefeated. And, you know, them making their highlight tapes, stuff like that. That's what makes me happy. You know what I mean? And what, what I what I notice is is that you've done an amazing job of creating a positive culture. Even if you from from my experience in, in my short time that I've been that I've been visited, uh, that I visit with you guys in Ohio. Um, the thing that I noticed is, is even if that kid is troubled outside of school, when they come into the gym, they know it's work time. They know it's time to go. They know it's time. Right. Like if I want to, if I want all these accolades, if I if I want all these new followers on social media, this is what I got to do. So, tell me about some of the success stories, or what, in, in in one in particular, your favorite one, or not maybe not your favorite one, but the one who you feel has benefited the most from your services. Maybe they weren't like the best, you know, the best school and kid, the kid in school, or maybe they were having disciplinary problems in school, but they were able to kind of turn that around. Um, and, and, and become a better version of themselves as a result of coming to Salt City. Who is that person? And maybe several. Um, it's so many people, but I know <laughs> for sure I can start with our, um, our intermediate family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Opus the third, um, you know, ha- happened to, you know, have tutors, you know, come out for him. Mm-hmm. With his, his math, science, and reading, things like that. He graduated high school, got a diploma. Um, O'Shea Jones. Um, she was going to different high schools, you know. And once she buckled down and, and finished at Scott High School, she graduated high school. And uh, Charles Conwell, uh, he 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 went to Cleveland Heights High School. He also came to Toledo, Ohio, Scott High School, did a couple semesters here. So we had to have tutors and stuff come mm-hmm. in, help him. 
And, uh, you know, it's other people, you know, people that were in gangs, mm-hmm. you know, I want to their name, people that were in gangs and, um, you know, change their life around, you know, mm-hmm. breaking their cars, killing purses, start coming to the gym, end up getting their trade, their, um, trade license, you know, for carpentry. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, Javon Thompson, he's, he's a, uh, machinist. He's been working three years. He wow. started, started boxing with us. Um, he got that job since he graduated high school. I mean, there's so many kids that, you know, that are doing great now mm-hmm. uh, that came through the program and just learned discipline, learn how to control their emotions, um, learn how to control their anger, things like that. And that's what we do here. You know, we help people find themselves, no matter mm-hmm. what background mm-hmm. you come from. You know, kids here, you know, like I said, we're in gangs, you know, we're in fights, you know, people shooting at people, you know, all th- this list can go on and on and on, but these people really come from, you know, the gutter, you know what I mean, the mud, and they're stuck here. And we're just trying to get these people opportunities and show them what they can do other than gangbang. Isn't isn't that like a, your, your unofficial motto? Is something like get it out the mud or from the mud? Or what? what is it? What's your, what yeah, is it? Yeah, in, in Toledo, they, they have the, uh, the saying, uh, I'm from the mud because, you know, like mm-hmm. swamp area, you yep. know, really get stuck here and can't yep. really get out and we're, we're trying to get out the mud you know what i mean well if you're from the mud i'm from the country where we, we <laughs> where we pick peas and corn and collard greens and all that all that good stuff so right. um kind of tell me what i'm interested in knowing what's one of the the most important life lessons that you've learned so far it could be through boxing it could be in general because you're such a motivational and inspirational figure i mean the the best thing that I can think of for the answer is it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Mm-hmm. You take that and start figuring that out now, later in life, life would be easy for you. I, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying not go out there and learn stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, learn as much as you can, but also learn the people. Get to know the people. Because without the people, you won't be able to do certain things. Yep. And I want to piggyback on that, but I totally 100,000% agree with you. And I'm going to add on to that and say... Once you know those people, don't burn those bridges, because if you burn those bridges, now you're putting that bad. I'm I fully believe in karma and bad energy. And if you're putting that out there into the world, then it's coming back to you three times fold. Same thing with the positive as well. So thank you. Thank you for that. For that insightful advice, because I don't think that our community as a whole understands the importance of building relationships, not only building the relationships, but cultivating them and, you know, using them to their advantage, because. You're only going to be in a relationship with somebody if you're getting something in return. It can't always be take, take, take. You got to right. give, and that and that receiving will come as a result just of you putting yourself out there. And I honestly believe that's why Soul City Boxing and you in particular have such a bright future. And I just had to have you on the podcast so that I could say before you your head got all big and you you don't want to talk to nobody no more that um, <laughs> that uh, I could say I, I I had him first before everybody else. But no, I, I don't ever think you would do that. I'm just giving you a hard time. Right, but, right. So if there is, because a lot of my listeners are interested in getting into boxing or they may be intimidated or they think, you know, they got to train six hours a day because that's what they see on TV. Um, so what advice would you give to someone who's looking to get into boxing, whether it be to compete or just to have a more active lifestyle or just to get out some aggression? What would you tell them? Um, I would tell them first, start off slow. You know what I mean? Don't rush. Don't don't put a high goal out there. Just come learn. 
you know what I mean? Learn the technique, learn the basics, and everything will fall into place. Mm-hmm. Um, get with some good coaches. Mm-hmm. Get with some people that know what they're doing. That's the main key because mm-hmm. a lot of people are out here trying to get a reputation off you. Yep. And not even know, not even know enough. You know what I mean? And, you know, and surround yourself with the right people. Get on a good diet and nutrition plan, and have fun with have fun with it. You said the key word, a good nutrition and diet and meal plan. Uh, I can't express that enough. I struggle with that on my end as well, because you work with the competitive boxers. I work with the general population who just wants to get in shape and maybe learn how to defend themselves a little bit. So but I think to where we connect is in the sense of taking care of your body, because people oftentimes forget that um, what you put into your body is just as important as how you're working it out if not even more so in my opinion. So with that being said, in your experience, what's the most common reason or one of the common reasons that people fail or give up? Because they don't see the results. That's mm. one of the common reasons. They don't see the results in time. And they're also not eating the right things. They're still eating artificial sugar. Mm-hmm. They're still eating meat. They're still eating past 8 p.m. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they think that if you work out, oh, I'm going to lose weight because I'm working out. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's deeper than just working out. Yep, yep. You know, like, it's about what you're putting into your body and the time that you're putting into your body. Exactly, exactly. I'm glad because I, sometimes I feel like I'm um, preaching to the, to the choir because I know um, I say the same thing over and over and over again. There is no secret sauce. There is no secret sauce. If you want to make it happen, you got to put in the work. Um, and that's, that goes with everything in, in, in life in general. Before I begin to this next segment, what I like to call rapid fire, I haven't come up with a name of it yet. I think I'm called easy work where I ask quick, (laughs) quick questions and you got to give me the answer. The first answer that comes into your head. So tell me something before we get to the rapid fire. Tell me something about Soul City Boxing that most people don't know or don't believe. Well, something people don't know is like, for example, how you get that story about my dad. Mm -hmm. Hey, you need a coach? Yeah, you know, I've been telling him like, man, you got to be careful, man, because people are going to try to use us mm-hmm. to get wins because they know you're a good strategy coach and you come with a game plan and you got great information. You're a future Hall of Fame coach, so they're going to use us and not deal with us after they win. Mm-hmm. So what people may not know is that me and my dad argue about that. <laughs> people, you know, but he 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 wants to help so many people. He's a great mm-hmm. guy, got a great heart, love him to death. It's just I be telling them, hey man, if you're gonna help these people, man, make sure they they're not gonna leave us after after we get them this dub. We go, we gonna get them this dub because mm-hmm. we yep, they, you know. So yep, if if I could do it over, I would one hundred thousand percent. I can't say that enough. Be right there in the mud with y'all. I just I know. Yeah, we got we got other plans, and yeah. we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna reconnect because you know we're not standing in Ohio forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to have to go over there to the West Coast, you know what I'm saying, and, and focus better. Well, I, mean? I, I know that our paths are destined to meet again. I don't know in what capacity, but For I know sure. I know Just that like this, this podcast we're doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, this is going to open up doors. You know, yep. and when you post it, I'm going to repost it and all that and promote it and make it bigger than what it really even is. Yep. You know I mean? And that's so. and, and that's the goal, um, because at the end of the day, I'm not making this podcast to make money off of. I'm making this podcast to expose people. Um, to the, there are black people out there trying to do things. Um, I'm trying to get um, our community, especially black women in particular, to understand how important it is to take care of your mental and your physical health. Um, and anybody who's even remotely on that path or trying to move in that direction, I want them on my show. 
I want to talk to them. I want to know what you're doing because if, you know, if, if I'm not the only one that has these questions, I'm not the only person who wants to make these things happen. And so if I can create a community, which is ultimately my goal of just positive black people moving in the right direction to put your mental, physical, and spiritual health first above everything else, everything else will fall into place if you do those things. I know that I'm not where I want to be, but I'm on the way. Um, like I have so many stories and testaments, um, that I could say over the past year that have happened to me good and bad, but have all have led me to the ability to be in a position to create a platform to promote you, me, anybody who wants to, you know, take this thing to the next level. So with that being said, I want to move into this easy work segment. Um, you got to give me an answer. The first thing that comes to your mind, I did not give you this list of questions, um, so you ready? You ready? You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Bobbing and weaving already. Don't be ducking my questions now. Um, <laughs> a room, desk, car. Room, desk, car. Which do you clean first? Car. Why? Because I hate trash from the side of the car. Like when I'm driving, like it makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm, understood. Understood. If you had one superpower, what would it be? Um, invisible. What what's the purpose of being invisible? Because if I got low on money, I can go to the bank, and, like let them close, just get invisible, and just take the money and walk out. With it. Oh, so you go, you gonna be a light a lightweight thief, huh? Hey, I'm just standing in the back. Hey, I no 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 judgment. If you could be one type of food, one type of food, what would it be? If I could be a plant food, yeah, one type of food doesn't matter what kind. Um. First thing, a leaf. Yeah, that's what I first thought when you said a mm-hmm, leaf. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Would you rather run a marathon without socks or eat a hot chili pepper every day for a month? Run a marathon without socks. I hate spicy foods. Really? I'm weak. <laughs> I'm weak when it comes to those hot, that hot stuff. I appreciate your honesty on that one. Um, this should be a good one. What's your favorite pickup line? Um, can you have friends? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think I've heard that one a few times, but it works though. <laughs> yeah, it as soon as they say, "Oh, I got a boyfriend," well, can you have friends? <laughs> would you Would you rather burp every time you lean in for a kiss, or drool every time you talk? Burp every time I had a kiss because, like, if I drool, you probably wouldn't want to kiss me. <laughs> so, like, when I Hold on. <laughs> I don't want your hot breath in my face either, though. <laughs> it's too late. We already got here. Come on. What's your favorite black movie? Friday. Uh, mine is Love Jones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If your life was a movie, what would be on the soundtrack? What songs? Uh, Plies, 100 Years. Mm, that's a good one. Um, is that that'll be keep going? Yeah, give me three. Give me three. Uh Rod Wave, Heart of Ice, Rod Wave, Calabasi. I'm not familiar with Rod Wave. Who is that is that an Ohio yeah. artist? No, he's not. He's he, he he's from down south somewhere, but he's uh he's just hot right now at this moment. You ask me tomorrow, I'll probably be somebody else. <laughs> okay, okay. What what's the best fight that was never made? Um I'm a, it's a biased answer, but 
Charles Conwell versus Floyd Mayweather. Okay. What? What? Why would you say that? Because Floyd probably scared the fighters. Mm. Why do you think? Why do you think? I know why, but tell the people why you think he'd be scared to fight y'all. Because he's, he's freaking amazing. He's he's 2016 Olympian, mm-hmm. and I feel he probably could win that fight. I and agree. Never, I agree. Everybody call out Floyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we call him <laughs> <laughs> Toilet paper. Last one. Toilet paper. Over or under? Under. So when you pull it, it just keep coming. Yeah. So you you. you no you, under 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 under. Yeah, that's what you said. You said under. So when you pull it, it just keep coming. Yeah. yeah. Well, stop it. Bop, bop, bop. Because you, you got to wrap your hand. Like, how many times you got to wrap? You rapping like Probably three. like two. Like, for real, for real. After me going overseas, I don't even like tissue. For real. So what you what you do? What you doing then? The water. You know, they got the little button on oh, the Oh, bidets. <laughs> bidets. That's the, that's the best. <laughs> for real. Like, you got one in the house? Huh? No, I, I don't. But you got You just using the hose now? I, I wish I had one like that. So you got wet wipes then? Yeah. <laughs> wet wipes, the best. Yeah. Once, once, once we make it, then we can we can um, put the bidet right next to the right right next <laughs> to the toilet. Yeah. So um, before we get out of here, Ro, tell the people how they can get in contact with you. Um, there's a few ways you can get in contact with me. First of all, you can go to Google and type in Roshan Jones. Hope my stuff pop up. Uh, my Instagram, my Twitter, uh, my Facebook, you can spell it up. It's typing in by spelling R-O-S-H-A-W-N space J-O-N-E-S. And everything on my social media accounts will pop up. Okay, okay. And um, where are you located in Ohio? I'm located in Toledo, Ohio, um, 801 Junction 43607. Okay, okay. And then lastly, what you got coming up? Because I know you got some fights coming up and stuff. Who's coming? Um, we got a fight Saturday. We got a wrestling match Saturday at Anthony Wayne High School. Following that day, 5 p.m., we have a, a, a boxing match in Lima. Antonio Gasolis is mm-hmm. participating in the last amateur boxing event. He was going to represent Soul City amateur team. Okay. Um, try to go the bang. January 31st, January 30th, Otis Jones III is competing in Miami, Florida. Um, January 31st, Isaiah Steen and Charles Conwell will continue on their legacy on being great and winning belt. We're going to go from there. When I tell you they stay winning. Also, O'Shea Jones is competing in Bulgaria January 17th to January 26th uh, to compete in the first international boxing tournament with USA Boxing. I'm so incredibly proud of y'all. Like, you you stay with work. Like, I still ain't even had my first professional fight, and I've sent in my paperwork, like, four months ago. I still can't <laughs> even – I still ain't even got a fight. I was supposed to have a fight. It fell through. Like, I want to tell the people, I'm I'm technically old, so I should be easy work for y'all. Come get this work. But they know. They look up your name and be like, hell no. And that's the problem. So, um, I'm old, y'all. Like, I just – just give me – I'm not even, like – of course, I feel like I know once I fight, I'm going to be like, okay, I got to keep going. But in my mind, I'm like, I just need three good fights. I just need, just give me three good fights. I'm good. Hey, just like you spoke this podcast into existence, we're going to speak that into existence. Yep, and, I, and I'm ready for it because I know that that's, that that's just another step, another, another, another step that I'm taking to get me to where I'm going. So is there anything else that you want to let the people know before we head on out? If anyone wants to donate or, you know, sponsor a kid, go to soulcitygym.com and you'll you can donate there on the PayPal link and, you know, keep this kid active and stay on the streets. Oh, 
And one thing I will say, like, if you're not in Ohio and you like what you hear and you're interested in having your kid or you yourself work with the Soul City team, please feel free to reach out because where there's a will, there's a way. I know that I was traveling back and forth driving my old beat-up car from Georgia to Ohio just to train with them whenever I could. So if there's a will, there is a way. Um, as long as you're as long as you're dedicated, they're going to work as hard as you work. Guaranteed it, 100. That's all yeah. I got. Anything That's else? Like, nope. I'm about to go open up the gym here shortly and um, get another day started. All right. So thank you very much. I appreciate your time. You didn't have to take time out of your day. I woke you up out of your nap. So I'm extremely grateful, and I can't wait to see where we go from here. Ain't nothing, ain't no thing but a chicken wing. It's elbow grease. Thank you for tuning in. See y'all next time. All right. So that's done.